guys to Bombshell 1111 podcast speak on the series. I'm Kia and I'm your host. I also have my co-host here with me tonight. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Dante, I'm a holistic fertility doula as well as a um, as well as a family coach and I'm also a podcaster, parenting and wellness. Hello, hello everyone. I am Kiana D, your host of Mask Off Crowns On as well as your confidence and mindfulness coach. Hello, everybody. My name is Ashley, and I am your empowerment leadership coach. I am Ratchet to Righteous. Thank you so much, ladies, for introducing yourselves. So tonight, you guys, the topic is going to be focused on trauma in minority groups. So thank you guys so much for joining us, and we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Trauma changes families as they work to survive and adapt to circumstances and environments. While they, while this adjustment may be, may be smooth, I'm sorry, you guys, for some, for others, the stress and burden can cause them to feel alone, overwhelmed, and less able to maintain vital family functions. So tonight, you guys, we're going to just discuss different topics that, that, kind of like go around or cater to um, trauma within the minority families, the minority households, minority groups. And to kick us off tonight, Shantae is going to start off with speaking on the topic of absent fathers in the households. Hey guys. Um, Yes, I watched a awesome TED talk by a woman named Natalie Alexander. She's a mental health professional. And so uh, she talked about the importance in of having a father inside the household. Um, Having both parents in the home promotes a healthy and cognitive and learning development. She spoke about her father who was physically there but not emotionally available, which led her to seek love and security, um, which is something only her father could have provided, but she she sought it outside. Uh, Sons of absent fathers Having a, I'm sorry, sons of absent fathers uh, makes them not accustomed to male authority and male accountability. Uh, Having a daughter of an absent father uh, promotes lack of self-acceptance. Natalie believes that as a community, we can facilitate a healthy interpersonal relationship between father and children the same way that interpersonal relationship between mother and child is encouraged. Natalie provided a way to heal from having an absent father, such as identifying that you're suffering from your absent dad. Um, If your dad reaches out to you, hear him out, just being open-minded about listening to why he chose not to be there. Uh, For dads that are absent, it's not too late to show up for your child. And um, I came across an awesome resource, which is fatherhood.org. 
fatherhood.org have workshops on fatherhood skills, um, on fatherhood skill building trainings, and they have various different programs. They also have programs for moms to help them understand the importance of dad involvement since there are some moms who refuse the dad to see the child. Um, Also, I also offer co-parenting coaching to help families with those uh, goals and accountability for I myself have two different uh, co-parenting situations. So um, I could totally help in that area. Thanks so much, Shantae. Do you guys have any feedback on that topic, Ashley, Kiana? Um, A, that it was, excuse me, everybody, that it was on point and accurate. Um, I, myself, I did have my father present. Um, however, the, when she just said the emotional part, he was there definitely physically. And my dad is very uh, caring dad to a certain degree, but some of his emotional time, he wasn't there. So I can't see um, reflecting back on my own life at times where I was seeking outside validation, not knowing that, you know, that's what I needed in the, in the moment, not knowing that I needed my father a little more um, emotionally mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. 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 Ashley, you have anything on that? Ashley? Okay, you guys, I don't know if we lost Ashley here, but we're going to keep on going. Yes, um, Kiana, I totally agree um, because I am a single mom as well and I have two daughters and I think that's really, I mean, I'm very vital with girls, children across the board. Um, but for me, for for my girls, because having that involvement emotionally is important. So when they start to develop those intimate relationships themselves, they can know what real love is, what proper love is and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So, yeah, I totally, totally agree with that um, on that. Thank you so much. And cause I just want for to that. Before we switch segments, also tell um you know when, when the, especially amongst our boys yeah black boys because mm-hmm. again they're not having that structure of someone again like they just said being um that accountability so now they have all these testosterones all these emotions mm-hmm. and they're acting out I want to really and I really use the word but you know what I'm saying um give yeah guidance you know yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Welcome back, Ashley. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I you, just you, lost connection. <laughs> it's okay. You're back and you're right on time because we're going to jump right into your segment, which you're going to be discussing racial trauma, which I think a lot of people can definitely identify with. So, Ashley, you can go ahead and jump right in. Okay. Hi, everyone. So, I found a amazing article from Medical News today and it talked about racial trauma and it said racial trauma is an ongoing result of racism race it's a racist abuse in the media racial trauma can affect many aspects of a person's life including their ability to have relationships concentrate on school or work and to feel safe racial trauma is a widespread among Um, A lot of groups that is particularly true among African-American people in the United States, the majority of whom says they have that they have experienced racism. Media deceptions of racism, such as police violence, 
aren't people may also trigger feelings of racial trauma. Many marginalized groups experience higher rates of post-traumatic stress disorder than white people. Much of this trauma stems from experience with racism or racist systems. According to a 2002 survey, African-American people in the U.S. are about five times as likely to report discriminatory experience with police officers. Discrimination discrimination can be a very traumatic experience that can cause similar symptoms to PTSD, as well as depression and anxiety. Exposure to discrimination, either directly or indirectly, can trigger these racial traumas indirectly and can include witnessing discrimination against a member of a particular group. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that everything within that article, I can totally see and agree with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, just with George mm-hmm. Floyd um, situation um, and then the aftermath of that up until the verdict and even after the verdict of George Floyd. So, mm-hmm. Kiana, Ashley, Shantae, do you guys have any feedback on that topic? Just that, again, um, is very much true. We see it every day, unfortunately. And um, that's really a generational thing, especially amongst us, among us African-American um, people because of the mm-hmm. fact that we've had to endure it for so long. And so now it's become a limit to belief at this point or block, you know, for some of us because, again, now we can't have those relationships you know with other groups outside of our racial groups or um again like I say not being able to focus because you have this PSTD or whatever the case may be constantly losing jobs because you're angry and you don't know why um it's just the evidence shows itself um in many many ways and again by us healing and talking about these things hopefully we'll all get the help that we need so that way you know it still won't be as bad of a trigger you know because again we know who our counterparts are we know what we're dealing with but now we have to still figure out how to heal our community as a whole so that way we won't continue to ruin our lives and our families and our generations because of it yeah right and and you know what like that it's sad because like now it's like this this unspoken tension between black people and white people you know mm-hmm. and it's like you almost don't even like everybody is offended right mm-hmm. and so it's like you know you guys are in a line at walmart and it's like the slightest regular general human interaction of maybe bumping into somebody something and i was like oh she bumped into me because she's black oh she bumped into me because i'm you know because white mm-hmm. you know and like it's so frustrating because at the end of the day, you know, uh, during judgment, there will be like, okay, blacks over here to the left, <laughs> whites to the right, <laughs> that Puerto people in the center. Like, no, like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And it's like, people find that, like, find that hard to understand. And also, not to get all like conspiracy or whatever, like, the government loves um, for us to be separate. And, and and so like, you know, continue naturally, this is why like the media is pushing, yes, we are being killed and beat up and everything or whatever. And, but they're pushing it so much because they want to make it seem like, continuously making it seem like black people are bad, white people are good, white people have to, you know, do this. Like it's, it's, it's so frustrating, you know, the, mm-hmm. the division that's happening 
And, um, but yeah, you know, like that, that article was like so on point. I just think about, you know, I'm raising a son, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. Ashley and I, we have sons Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking about, man, like when my son becomes 18 and he's excited to drive, God forbid he like, you know, drive in a white town, you know, like what's going to happen? And it's crazy to think that my thought pattern is the same thought pattern a mama had when in the 60s, in the 50s, like, you know, and the only difference, yeah, even for them being minors, because you see now, um, you see it happening in the younger generation for little kids. Mm-hmm. I've had my kids um, come home and even express to me of matters that have happened. And they're they're able to recognize it at a young age. So it just yeah. shows that even if you, us in a home, because I don't speak or teach my kids, you know, about not liking someone because of their skin color. But mm-hmm. I also teach them that, hey, everyone is different outside of this home so what to expect and when you have kids that are able to recognize it in in formats that we haven't even really put on them just goes to show what society is like you said pushing on the generation even as far as when it comes to you know you do see a lot of great african-american people on the rise doing things the system Mm -hmm. still finds ways to segregate us um with a lot of different things and Mm -hmm. avenues and um you know us as african-americans even if we've never experienced it directly but when and you feel trauma like uh I'm looked at as this way or I'm looked at as that way, you know, it it Mm -hmm. sits on you. And like you say, I think it's just something that's going to have to, I don't think we will never fully, fully find completeness to it until the more of where the problem started from becomes the change because we can, we can do our part, but it takes, it takes both sides. And it's not just for African-Americans and Caucasians. Mm-hmm. I know that's the main one they spoke on, but it also happens in, you know, with Mexicans and yeah, Asians and all of those yeah. other cultures, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Um, even down to what people belief systems are, you have people mm-hmm. that are stereotyped. So I think yeah. if we just stop in a hole judging and love that God says love they yeah. will, as people, really see transformation. Absolutely. I totally yes. agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and as Michael, yeah. I'm sorry, Kiana. No, I was um, about to say, as Michael said, we got to start with that man in the mirror. Like she said, it's not one side, it's not just the blacks and whites, it's each and every single one of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree because my daughters are, well, 13 now and nine, and, you know, my daughters are biracial and they have already experienced um, some of those types of things because being in a school where um, it's more predominantly African-American and Hispanic and them being lighter, they've had issues with that. Um, um, And it's sad because you wouldn't think that they would even think to have those types of things going on now. Um, At one point, my oldest daughter didn't even want to go to school 
because wow. of it. Um, so it is really important to, but, and I also had to help her understand, you know, once they get older, as you were saying, Ashley, it's important to also teach them not the, not to hate, but to also understand what's to be expected. And so I had to teach my oldest and my youngest that even though you're biracial, the world when they see you, they're gonna still see you as African American. I yeah. have to have I have to make them understand that. Um, and I didn't realize that more so until now that they're getting older and becoming more independent. Um, and that's and good. You're teaching them that because people don't realize, and biracial kids get it just as worse. Yeah, because yeah. they get it on. Sorry to say it. When I was growing up, I used to get bullied and picked on for my dark skin, and it didn't come from sometimes outside race it came from my own race and yeah, i'm like wait exactly. a minute when we when we apply for jobs we all check african-american they don't say are you dark skin light skin or whatever but then when you oh, have a biracial kid involved they get it even hard because they get it on both sides mm-hmm. and it, it puts them in a position where they feel like well where do i really fit in at because yes. if i'm over here i'm not accepted because i'm too light skin or i'm i'm not fully this and then if i'm on this end i'm not fully this so mm-hmm. it's even right. worse and i oh just love God. how you're teaching them that now because i've seen it happen i i have had family members that are like you say biracial and parents get brutally <laughs> talked about so terribly like what is this your kid and why is this and I'm like oh my god and that's when I recognize they get it just as worse oh yeah I've I've had that experience where we would go places and people would ask me are these your daughters why because I look different than them wow. but if you look at me you could tell that they were my daughters I was about you know to say y'all triplets so what in the world so yeah and, and it's just crazy because uh, the world thinks different you, but you yeah. don't experience it until you have you really experience it but wow. you, we're touching on good topics and that kind of leads into our next topic with Kiana um, which is on children and how trauma affects the, the child's brain so Kiana you want to jump in All right, all right. So I found an article about how adverse childhood trauma affects a student's brain. Um, Again, um, those who have listened before, you know, I'm a teacher as well. So I'm always trying to find things that's going to help my babies. And so according to the article, trauma and stress can alter a young person's brain functions, impacting learning, causing behavioral problems, and igniting a cycle of violence, poverty, sexual abuse, food insecurity, and home instability are just a few factors causing brain-altering stress for our nation's kids. The National Survey of Children's Health reports that nearly 50% of the children in the United States have experienced at least one or more types of serious childhood trauma. Understanding trauma and its impact on young learners help educators better serve the emotional needs of their students and help trauma survivors thrive in classrooms. Students who have experienced trauma can have difficulty managing their emotions or self-soothing when stressed. When faced with a consistent flow of stress chemicals coursing through the body or or relieving traumatic events or, excuse me, reliving traumatic events, a child can fail to learn how to calm themselves down or regulate sadness or fear. These emotions can manifest into deeper or more long-term mental challenges such as depression, PTSD, self-hatred, guilt, or shame. 
or the emotions can burst outward into rage, anger, trembling, trembling, hyperactivity, or mood swings. Having learned that the world is a dangerous place where everyone, everyone, where even loved ones can't be trusted to protect you, children are often vigilant and guarded in their interactions with others and are more likely to perceive situations as stressful or dangerous. While this defense posture is protective when an individual is under attack, it becomes problematic in situations that do not warrant such intense reactions, according to the National um, Traumatic Stress Network. So, ladies, my question is, have you experienced these systems in your youth or even now? And what are some techniques that you, you use as parents to help with your own children? Oh, yes. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, my my daughter, um, this is something that we just actually started doing um, because, again, I told you guys and you guys are aware that I'm a single mom and her her dad, he's kind of in and out. And so I know how that affects her with me, you know, having the work experience and mental health and, you know, with us, you know, doing podcasting and just the, the field of work that we do. So what I've had her start doing is just journaling her feelings. Um, starting Sunday night and then throughout the week at the end of whatever day she chooses to kind of just reflect on that and pick one word from that that um, she got from and just Mm -hmm. you know figure out what that means to her Um, Mm -hmm. you know and we we can kind of talk about it go from there Um, she is kind of like my mini me so my daughter she's really into like spirituality so she started doing that learning more about um, the bible learning more about bible scriptures and how to implement those things into her life Mm -hmm. and um, she's really beginning now to learn a lot about faith Um, so that's that's something that I'm starting to do with her because I don't want her to um have those emotional issues because she's beginning her teenage years and mm-hmm. I don't want her to have that low self-esteem and I want to also have a, a a relationship with her where she feels as if she can come and talk to me about anything Absolutely. So, yeah trying to create that, that now yeah, yeah. That is I, I love that key. Mm-hmm. yes that is I love key, that girl. so much like my my daughter also like we're I'm also a single mom and her dad is not involved in her life as well. And so um, there are so many different ways that we can see the trauma kind of like stirring up without actually hearing the words come from their mouth, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like, um, you know, like what this article stated. So um, I love Kia like that you're saying that because I, I encourage my daughter to do the same thing, to journal you know like to write it out especially because that's what helps me that's what I do me you know too. what I mean yeah. like I journal um I brought a I ordered a um a bible study book for my mm-hmm. kids and I so we uh have bible study once a week and and this past one was about surrounding yourself with people who also believe in Jesus Christ oh, and uh-huh. so she was like love oh it. my friend both of my friends they believe in Jesus Christ I'm like awesome and I love like I want her to be able to connect with other children you know um who also believe in Jesus Christ and who also probably are going through the same thing that she's going through you know like and because my dad was there for me um even though my mom was a single mom but he was still in my life I never thought that I would be raising a child 
whose dad is not there, but my son's dad, he is there. So that's hard for her, you know, to see mm-hmm. like, wow, his dad is picking him up. And so I, you know, to, to try my best to like, not let this situation be too traumatic. You know, I mm-hmm. make sure we have one-on-one time together, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, like just do like special things for her because, you know, like, you know, cause he isn't there, you know what I mean? Or whatever, but right. I, I totally love this article. Um, and I, I think about what my daughter is going to be like at 20, 22 years old and letting her know that God is there for you. Like you don't need to go and seek anything. You know what I mean? Like seek anything else, trying to fill that void Absolutely. of your dad, not just being there. God is there for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm here. So I, that article was like, really really on yeah that article was on point girl from being in a two-parent household it was trauma from my own experience and seeing it with like my daughter's going through her situations like you say um even though you have I'll say this even though you still do have that two-parent household I know for me I had my mom and my dad and Um, I got a lot of trauma because my dad wasn't there in certain seasons in a way that I needed him to be. Mm -hmm. So even if the parent is present body form wise, does not still here like you may need to be to um, groom you in a way or um, so sometimes I know from my past life at a young age, I always say jumped off the porch so early because I was at a stage where I was seeking attention and Mm -hmm. my mother was just working and doing all of these things. So my way of, okay, yes, my daddy's around, but he's not really there. Like I need him to be, he's not really affectionate. He's not really, um, you know, intimate in a way of, Hey daughter, you know, talking to me, everything for my experience with my dad was, I had to be right and perfect. You have to do it this way. You had to do it that. Mm -hmm. So it happens in different ways, even though you do have a person there because some men are not equipped, not all to really be dads or know how to be dads. So they weren't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even though they're there, you know, they don't understand. They don't know. Um, so even for me as the woman I am and being married and having, so I used, when I first had my daughter, I was a single mom and going into the transitions of being that single mom to now, okay, now you full-time have that love. You have a dad in the home, you know, that still, it still leaves open wounds because it's a transition it's different so I've had to learn and apply like you ladies both share you know the journaling something that's very important with me is that one-on-one time you know making sure I set time to really talk with her go deep and let her conversate let her express let her be who she is and share things with me and me not judge and Mm -hmm. um kind of have my guard let down a little bit to give her like you say that space to express Mm -hmm. and then um definitely god being the center and head at all times and like you say rooting them around friends that hey serve what they serve a lot of like you say childhood issues come from where it starts you you surround yourself with certain people it starts getting into your children that was something that also happened to me being in wrong environments and you know going with the people not saying that they were bad people it's just 
it led me to start doing things that was outside of who I was truly being. So right. all of that be- builds up trauma, anxieties, and um, it almost puts you in a space of trying to figure out where you fit and where you belong because you feel like, dang, I don't really feel fit with my friends. And then at home, I don't really feel like I fit because my mom's working all the time. Dad's here, yes. but he ain't really paying me no attention. Yes. So yes. all of that builds up hurts and, yes. um, and can linger to your you have to kind of resurface and be aware of where that hurt and pain is coming from Um, absolutely yeah I know for me um I'm very much like you um as well as again both my parents were in the household but they were so focused on working and paying the bills and etc and so forth that I was pretty much, you know, just there, me the TV. And Having get it like a get it, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, and then when my younger brother came along, then it was me watching him while they was, you know, working. And, and again, you know, you grew up not hating them for it because you know they, they was doing what they needed to do, you know, to put build, mm-hmm. um, food on the table and et cetera and so forth. But as a child, you don't understand that. And so you left with those holes and gaps. And then um, for me... You all know my testimony of being, you know, molested early by my cousin. So then I had that on in the background of my head. And I I did not tell anyone literally until I tried to commit suicide. So I literally had that trauma just sitting on me. And on top of, again, not being able to emotionally express, you know, what I was feeling. So to, to hear you ladies... And the growth that you have learned and how you are instilling that into your children is absolutely amazing. Because Lord knows little Kiana wish that somebody knew enough, you know, back then to yeah. do the same yeah. for her. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. So yeah. it's just it's beautiful to hear. And then again, I still see it in the classroom today where there are parents who do not, who have not awakened to these lessons yet, who still do not know how to heal again their own traumas to help their children. So it constantly mm. in the classroom the the hyperactivity the anger like literally mm. just the amount of fights I got to break up all day every day wow. just I mean they're always fussing and yelling at each other Stop, I was saying this and it's just and as a again an empath and as wow. a spiritual leader and a healer is so draining draining because yeah. I'm constantly trying to pour love pour love pour love because I know they're not getting it from wherever they're coming from because you can't begin it and be lashing out as much as they do so good job ladies great job ladies please keep it you know what Kiana I was wondering I'm sorry I was wondering if you could probably like I mean I don't know how because I know people are busy how you could you know somehow like offer your service to the parents or have like a workshop maybe have someone come because I mean like something has to give you know what I mean like do some sort of um workshop you know make it yeah yeah (laughs) like force it like you know something even if it's a parent and child workshop and you know just you somehow get along or something you know because I mean we have to do something yeah. You know, like it's 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 too much. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's a great yeah. idea. That's oh. a really great idea. That um, is about the resource providing a free resource for the uh, yeah. kids, um, which would ultimately help you within the classroom. So that's a good idea. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm definitely gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, apply it, girl. 
that resource part. Made, you never know. Sometimes people don't know how to ask for help. So maybe like yeah. you say, you initiate it. It may make them say, hmm, I might need to get it. And some parents, I'm sorry, some mom just don't think they got no problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate I hate yeah. to say it, but you know that saying when you was growing up, your parents ain't stay in a kid's place. And yeah. you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, mama. That's <laughs> on this one. Yep. <laughs> Hence, while we are here to help, hopefully, um, provide you guys with some resources that will be beneficial to you guys, and um, information as well that can, you know, you guys can be able to utilize within your households, uh, within relationships. Guys, we just wanted to emphasize the importance of traumas within the minority groups, and to also, you know spread the message that trauma does need to start within the home in regards to healing. Um, Ladies, is there any piece of advice you would like to leave with the audience in reference to trauma within minority groups before I close out? Um, Just don't dismiss your feelings, what you're going through. Again, if you're feeling the sense of always being angry, um, lashing out, um, having the shakes um, because of anxiety or whatever the case may be, let's really get down to the root. Don't be afraid to go out, seek help, use these resources that we're giving you. There are so many more out there um, also that you can look up as well, but it's time to take the cover off off the mirror. Really look at yourself and say, hey, you know, it's okay where I am, but I, I can do some healing. I can do some growth. And again, not only for yourselves, but for the next generation, for your children and so on. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, I just want to, again, share uh, the resource fatherhood.org. Um, you guys can send it to someone that you know that um, that's having trouble with just uh, just being in their child's life. It's not it's not too late. Ashley. I would just say start with love as these two ladies said, you know, um, pay attention, observe, observe um, changes in your kids, um, even within yourself. If you know you don't feel you're like your normal self, you know, be aware of it and help. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. So you guys, for for so many minority groups, especially with having to practice social distancing due to COVID now, the need for, I'm sorry, you guys, the need for vital resources had been more than clear. So I was able to find a resource to support not only just the Black community, but minority communities. Um, if you have grief, um, you're trying to process, process or stand in solidarity, um, remember that you're not alone. I found this uh, therapy group. It's called Inclusive Therapist. They're Inclusive Therapists. And it's a database um, to provide therapists with training for racial trauma and connect people of all identities, abilities, and bodies with culturally sensitive care. Um, therapists in this group network, they offer f- reduced free teletherapy options to ensure that people who have financial limitations um, do not get kept from pursuing care. The website is www.inclusivetherapist.com. Again, www.inclusivetherapist.com. 
And with that being said, you guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for joining. We hope that you were able to hear something that was beneficial. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review review us on Apple Podcasts. Catch us on the next episode. And with that being said, always remember you're a bomb within your own shell. Peace, love, and light, you guys. Until next time, good night. What's up, Bombshells? Welcome to Bombshell 1111 Podcast, Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. Generally, podcasts request donations, but I want you to show love by simply subscribing to my social media platforms by visiting my website at www.bombshell1111podcast.com. I want to see thousands of subscribers on this platform. Leave your comments and I'll show love by shouting you out on my social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook. I want to thank you for your continued support as always. And with that being said, let's jump into this new episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. And until next time, peace, love, and light.